0: Welcome to the Take Care and Live podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen, and I am certainly excited that you decided to press play. Now, this is our first episode of our podcast, and it is a rather serious subject, but nevertheless, I think it's important for the time we're in. So I'm encouraging you to give it your all, give it your attention, give this space a chance as we talk about opposing the opposition we face in our life. Let's take care and live. Well, welcome to the Take Care and Live podcast, my friends. I'm so glad you pressed play. I am really, really excited about this first episode of the Take Care and Live podcast. Uh, This has been a long time in the making. And I am privileged that you took the time to spend time with me. Today, we're going to talk about opposing the opposition. And so I got a couple of questions for you to get you thinking about this idea of opposing the opposition. What does that mean? Right. What areas of your life have you been aspiring to grow, but you just can't seem to make any traction? Here's another question for you. Have you ever felt like no matter how hard you tried to make progress in overcoming a difficult situation, you just couldn't do it? Well, that's the opposition at work. And I'm going to tell you that for the last several months, I've been experiencing this tremendous fear. Uh, Just a tremendous amount of fear about moving forward, right? Not just as it relates to this podcast, that was small potatoes, but really I was experiencing fear about life. And I think that the recent pandemic that we all experienced amplified that fear in very real ways. When I think about all of the devastating loss that we experienced on a global scale, the loss of life, the loss of jobs, the amplified expressions of racial injustice. When I think about the death, really the murder of George Floyd and all the people who died before him and after him. I have to tell you, I was really shaken up. I think I was shaken up because in many ways we were close in age. He's a black man, of course, and so I identify with that. The just blatant openness of his death and his murder was just, for all of us that saw it, was heartbreaking. And so that compiled on with the global pandemic from this virus we were experiencing was really playing a number on my own emotions, my own will. And you know, pandemics, whether they be a physical disease or a disease of injustice, they are still trauma. They are traumatic. And that kind of loss and that level of hardship brought on by major events can cause us to glide on the brakes of life rather than press on the gas. So when I talk about this fear of moving forward, this fear of pushing past the opposition, this feeling of being overwhelmingly afraid, uh, I'm talking about something that we all have experienced, right? That fear of moving forward, particularly when you're trying to move forward towards something that you feel very strongly about, that you have a a strong sense that that's where you should be putting your time and your commitment. Uh, You know, that one thing, or maybe it's two, but that one thing that keeps you up at night, that you can't seem to go to sleep, and when you do, you wake up thinking about it, that thing, you know, when you struggle with actually moving forward in it, that is a fear of flying. That's produced by the opposition, the oppositional thoughts, emotions, and feelings, and perspective. And a lot of that fear does come from trauma. It is this fear of not having enough. It's this fear of not being enough. It's this fear of taking a step forward that when you do, you ruin everything. (laughs) And that's crazy, right? The idea that if you took a step forward, you would actually ruin everything. And quite frankly, my friend, that's a trap. It's an attempt to hold you hostage to an idea of something so that you never really take the risk to step out and make that idea a reality. That's the opposition showing its presence in your life. The opposition is that voice that says, don't do that. You're going to lose if you take that step out of your comfort zone. The opposition is what says it's going to cost you something if you take that first step. You could possibly lose some friends. Or you could lose what you're used to. It's the opposition that says it's going to cost you something if you share what you've planned to do. So keep your mouth shut. The opposition loves to tell you to count the costs so that you never actually spend energy towards achieving the outcome and here's the thing you are going to face opposition no matter where you go and you know what standing still not taking any action not moving is going to cost you anyway it's going to cost you time it's going to cost you energy it's going to cost you emotion if you make the decision not to make a decision Let me tell you something about the opposition you're facing right now. The opposition you're facing right now is banking on your indecision because it loves great ideas, but no execution. That's the opposition's job. The opposition's job is to keep you and I in a stalled position. You know, like a car that you keep trying to crank up, but somehow it just won't turn over. Its objective is to keep us paralyzed by fear. The opposition does not mind if you and I plan a trip up a mountain as long as you and I don't climb it. It likes to see that you have all the equipment you need to play the game. But boy, it hates it when you take the field. The opposition loves people who talk about what they're planning to do, but are so imprisoned by negative self-talk and poor perceptions of themselves that they don't muster up the will to act on it. When your day, when my day, when our day or a month or year is not marked with some sort of vision, Guess what? We are inevitably going to have these overwhelming feelings of defeat, of hopelessness, of fear. And those feelings are the opposition on duty. And our job, quite frankly, is to oppose it. Yeah, oppose it. I mentioned before that we are almost a year, well, we're way into a year and a half of this global pandemic. And in a lot of ways, it's getting better for sure, right? There are more things opening up. We have vaccines and approaches that have been uh, put in place to to mitigate this disease. But those of us who have lost people personally or have just been on the front lines of witnessing the loss as a result of the pandemics we faced, this viral pandemic and this pandemic of racial injustice, we are on the front lines. You are a prime candidate for this sense of hopelessness that's created by the opposition. And it can be really emotionally crippling, right? It's only by the grace of God that you and I, you know, at this moment have a heartbeat. We're alive and you have the opportunity to listen to this podcast. I have the opportunity to be talking to you And because of that very reality, that's evident that we have work to do, right? There's still things for us to move forward to make a reality. When you are in the midst of a hardship, when you're in the midst of a difficult situation, one of the most common feelings to have is despair. And none of us are exempt from it. Not a single one of us. All of us are going to experience it if we haven't already. And there are things, these feelings, build up a bank of self-doubt and worry and anxiety that keep us from moving forward towards something greater than where we are right now. But here's the thing. If you hire those feelings... If we put them on the payroll of our lives, if we put them in charge of any areas of our lives, we're giving in to the opposition. And we've got to be mindful of that. So I've said a lot. I want to pause for a moment. Let that soak in. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some action steps that you can take and that you and I can practice to courageously oppose the opposition. So welcome back. We left off talking about action steps that we can take to courageously oppose the oppositional forces we experience in our life. And one of the greatest ways to oppose the opposition of defeat and failure and this fear of loss and even this fear of death is to have some very clear strategies to attack that mindset. So here are some action steps to keep in mind. First thing, write the vision. If a month is too much or three months is too far ahead to think about, start with a vision for the week. What do you want to see happen this week? What do you want to see happen today? What do you want to be to others this week? What do you want to be to others today? Start there. Write the vision down. You need to create a mental picture of yourself and for yourself of what this week, this day is going to look like. So pause. That means pausing this episode. Pause and write it down. If this week is almost over, Then plot out your vision for the next seven days. What do you want it to look like? Be clear, be specific. You know, recently I experienced uh, my own challenge around the opposition. I mean, we're facing it every day, but uh, I remember uh, in my role when I was a principal, one of the things I wanted to to do was really increase the presence of fathers and father figures in the school I was leading. And one of the very distinct and deliberate efforts I made was to look for programs that were done before that would be successful in our school. And so one of the challenges that I faced was the opposition of how people would respond. Before I even presented the idea, I struggled internally with how people would perceive it. I thought about the resistance. I thought about, you know, what people would say no to. I thought about all of the things that would possibly go wrong if I took a step forward and presented this to my team. And so for me, that was clear evidence of the internal opposition that was at work in my own heart and in my own mind. Right. And I remember as I decided and was able to overcome that level of opposition internally, as I prepared to share it with the team, I found that as I was just on the precipice of making it happen, I was pulling back. Because again, the opposition saw me taking action and began to wave all of its negative flags in my mind. But I was determined that the outcome, which was to allow our students to see more and just how much their families valued and particularly fathers and father figures valued their learning experiences. I determined that that was more important than the emotions I was experiencing on the inside. And I moved through. I pressed through. But I have to tell you, between my thoughts and between the execution, I experienced Just a tremendous amount of fear, a tremendous level of anxiety, uh, a tremendous level of uh, loss, this feeling as if I was going to lose something. And even recently over the course of the pandemic, one of the things I experienced was this fear of loss and this fear of death. Because when you're living in places uh, and and moments of time where there is great loss and great hardship, you inevitably think about your own humanity, your own frailty. But I have to tell you, you know, those feelings of opposition are real and will show themselves up as you're moving towards execution. I mean, the feelings were really real. I mean, they were palpable. But this is the deal. You and I have the responsibility not to allow the opposition to keep us off the field. We have to make sure we don't allow the opposition to have its way with us and to keep us on the sidelines of making really, really impactful decisions and taking really impactful steps that can be game changers for the lives of other people around us. So what do you need to do? Think about that. I'm going to tell you what I did. I made a commitment. I used the presence of opposition as evidence that I was on the right track. And that's the second one I'm recommending to you. Make the commitment. If you're experiencing opposition, you're doing something right. Make the opposition respect your decision. So make a commitment. Life and death is in the power of the tongue, and listen here. Every day is a new opportunity for you to regain your footing, even if you've had some missteps. I don't care how far you off the hill you've fallen. I don't care. You know, just how horrible your mistake was. It doesn't matter how devastating your decision might have been. Today is a new day. You're here today because it is a new day for you, just like it's a new day for me. It's a new day for us to oppose the oppositional forces in our lives. God is not done with you. And by his grace, he's not done with me. And you might be sick and tired of yourself, but God is not sick and tired of you. And you know why? Because you're still here. So make the commitment and own it. And here's the benefit. Whenever the opposition shows up in your life, it's an opportunity to build muscle that increases your resistance towards it. It's about being adaptive not adapting to the opposition because that's reactive. Instead, you want to take those feelings, those oppositional feelings and thought patterns and perspectives and use them as your internal fuel to keep your pace moving forward. Don't make a plan to fit the preferences of those oppositional thoughts or ideas or feelings or actors that might be used to keep you in a holding pattern. No way. Don't do that. And here's three. Counteract with accountability. Your job is not to cater to the opposition. Your job is to combat it, to resist it, to withstand it. Those are action words. Some of the oppositional forces in your lives are going to need some serious training and dedication to overcome. But they're also going to require more than your nice words they're going to require some partnership yes you are going to have to come out of your comfort zone you are going to have to uh, come out of your loner mentality you're going to have to stop trying to be your own private fixer and and you're gonna have to find yourself somebody who could stand with you and hold you accountable to what you're committed to Some of us, yeah, we have trust issues, okay? We have had our hearts broken by someone. We have had trust broken. And it's happened because when the rubber met the road, they weren't there like they said they would be. And you got to listen to this very carefully. That comes with the territory. The risk of being disappointed, it comes with the territory for us. But it's better to take the risk and make traction than to try to go it alone and you end up going nowhere at all. You will likely need different people at different stages of your life. So don't be too distressed if you have to switch partners. It's par for the course. My point is, that resisting the opposition you're facing in your life at this time will require you don't go it alone. Listen, the places we experience the greatest opposition are places that are the greatest opportunity to win and to be fruitful. But you and I will never know if we're afraid to move, if we're afraid to make a decision. So, I encourage you to do something different. As you come out of pandemic life, as you come out of shelter in place, whatever you want to call it, take a new position in your mind. Take a new position in your heart. Give the opposition something to be afraid of. Make a plan, commit to the plan. Pray over that plan. Be fierce about executing that plan and run the opposition out of your territory. Now, for some of us, running the opposition out of our territory may mean being still because we've been overly busy. We've been undisciplined. We've been unfocused. For others of us, it might be quite the opposite, but you know where you land. And the great thing is, Is when you stand up and you oppose the oppositional forces in your life, you're not only creating a clear path for yourself, you're creating a clear path for others who are coming behind you. You are clearing the landmines of indecision and fear and intimidation. You're removing them from being barriers for other people because you took the first step. So what's your move? be it joy or pain, it's going to cost you either way. And so look, truth be told, I wouldn't be here if I didn't believe in you. I wouldn't be spending my time or my breath sharing this with you if I didn't believe in you. So I'm going to encourage you, don't settle for the opposition. Write the vision, make your commitment, and counteract the opposition with accountability. Find someone to walk alongside you. Let's do life. Let's do it well. Let's take care and live. Thank you for joining this episode of the Take Care and Live podcast. You can find us on a host of podcast outlets, including Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, you name it. Oh, and don't forget Buzzsprout. And would you do me a favor? Hit like, subscribe, and share this podcast. Also leave a review so people know just how much you enjoyed it. Until next time, take care and live.